If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Everyone has an opinion, but he's got the Von Hessler Doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. Live from Sherwood Forest, Hour 2 of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins now. I am the aforementioned Eric Von Hessler, surrounded by my doctrinaires, uh, Jared, English Nick, Autumn Fisher, our latest member, Tim Andrews. And if we were one of those lame shows that has clapping all the time when someone's introduced... (laughs) This would be the time for it, but we're not one of those shows. So let's give them a little golf clap in the oh. era of the Masters. Classy. Which, by the way, yesterday, I sat on my behind. I tell you, I mean, <laughs> this is a crazy thing about the Masters. Yes. I, I don't watch. If, if they're playing St. Andrews, I'll watch that too. There's something about Augusta and the Masters. It's really the only for sure one golf tournament that Eric's going to watch on TV every year. And it was so beautiful the last couple of days. And I find myself in this weird position where I'm sitting in a house under the same beautiful skies. <laughs> it's the same beautiful day over my house in Atlanta, Georgia, that I'm looking at on television. But somehow I'm enjoying the beautiful day more <laughs> by watching it coming from Augusta than actually stepping out on my uh, back deck. Well, and- you don't have to feel the weather <laughs> when you're yeah. inside and like maybe there's bugs yeah. and stuff. So I actually, you know, in a, in a weird way, I, I, I hate it when it's really nice in Atlanta when it's nice in Augusta because I want a day like this. So when I go home and watch the final round for four hours and I'm sitting down, I, want, I, don't, want it, I don't want the guilt of it being nice outside. Like, <laughs> you should be outside. I want it to be terrible outside, but I want it to be terrible here, but beautiful in Augusta because I don't want to look at these, these clouds uh, this afternoon. So I, you know. Maybe the, and then, why don't... What if you put a TV outside by your pool? Okay. I mean, thank you for making then me you sound could be like, like I'm... You could feel very wealthy. <laughs> yes. And um, you could enjoy the outdoors while looking at the outdoors on I, TV. I have thought about that. There's some problem with glare, but I guess, I, you know. <laughs> and, and plus, I'm not going to take the big screen out there. I look like a moron. You, you know? did that once for the race, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, a party. I had a party, okay. and I did that. So, yes. Just drop the shades or the blinds or the curtains. You won't just know what it's about like it. outside. Forget, forget about it. Get a noise world. machine that has a rain sound and just and I don't, <laughs> have that playing I, inside I the house. I don't know if you guys are following the Masters. I'm looking at faces here that tell me that you're not. Uh, but Is Bernhard oh, number four? Yes. You know I'm following it. Oh, of course, Autumn, anything sports. That's crazy. The old guy is number four. <laughs> yeah, you, got, you, got, you got the old guy who's number four and uh, this uh, Jordan Spieth. I think he's 56 holes in now over the last few years yep. that he has been leading. It's amazing. But the guy who's going to be paired with him today in second place as they start the day is a rookie who has the greatest name of all time. 
Smiley Kaufman. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> that's his name? That's his name. And it's not even like, you know, like we have Smiley Mark McKay here. It's mm-hmm. like, a, it's kind of a, it's a, it's a nickname. Like he's yeah. always smiling. No, this dude's name is spelled S-M-Y-L-E-Y. That's his name. Smiley Kaufman, his ladies and gentlemen. His parents were jazz musicians. <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's like, a, like he'd show up in a Bing Crosby movie. Yeah, hello. Is the Japanese guy still in the running? Yes, Matsuyama. Yeah. Yeah. Yamamoto? No. Oh, yes. Jim Yamamoto. Uh, no, uh, Hideki, I can't think of the guy's name. Hideki but yeah. Matsuyama. Yes, exactly. Oh, very good, Jared. Yeah, he, yeah. He so it's so to my cousins. To... Yeah. And if, yep. he, if he wins, if he wins, it's going to be great because he doesn't speak English. So all the interviews <laughs> afterward will be translated. Um, He's just going to so... say, thank you. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. I can imagine poor Jay Black, who's out there right now, our, our sports director here at WSB, trying to trying to get, trying to interview this guy, and he's like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't he know has a translator. Happen. He has a translator. He's, he knows he has to do interviews, but it's not. He doesn't. He hasn't attempted to learn English. He can say thank you. And that's about it. Thank He's you. a great golfer, great golfer. <laughs> and uh, Jordan Spieth is just phenomenal. He, he, the last couple of holes yesterday got a little dicey for him, and he didn't walk out with as much of a lead as he had, you know, going up to like the 16th. But uh, this dude, won, he led wire to wire the last time he won. He's led wire to wire, and he's like 24 or something. I have no idea. That might be too much to say. <laughs> so I don't know, this is not the Masters show. But the point is, the Masters end. And yesterday, and it's, oh, there's a race. Hmm. Okay, well, it's raining in Texas. So the race doesn't get started until, I don't know what, after 9. So the race isn't over until 1.30 in the morning. And I'm thinking about it. I've been sitting on my behind watching television from 3 p.m. to 1.30 in the morning, basically. What time did you wake up? I woke up this morning at uh, 9.30. No, yesterday. Oh, So I feel like you got up at 2, sat on your couch at 3. Well, until 3 a.m. Let's whatever. put it this way. I didn't go out for a jog before I started my marathon <laughs> yeah. sitting session. All right, that voice is Autumn Fisher, which means it's time for... What the... What the... What the... Seriously, what the... WTF. Finally! Yeah, okay, we stole it from Mark Marin, but uh, we call it WTF, and Autumn gives us the story. Sorry about that, Autumn. Go ahead. That's okay. So uh, Nicholas Cage and Vince Neil got into this weird hugging fight in front of a casino in Las Vegas. Right, this is a TMZ video that is astonishing. I, I asked DeMarco, DeMarco on board over there, to keep his ear on this. This is a TMZ video. I don't think there's any swearing, but you have to listen. This is, this is Nicholas Cage and uh, the former, it was Motley Crue, right? The, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's still Motley a singer Crue. of Motley Crue. Okay, they're still doing it. Uh, and they're hammered outside and they, they're having a fight. It's it's. That's Kate. Yeah, I had to dump that. I think he's. I heard. Uh-oh. I heard you. I, 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 I couldn't really hear what came before that. Apparently, Vince Neil had grabbed the woman who was asking Nicholas Cage for an autograph. Nick, uh, Vince Neil had grabbed the woman by the hair and put her on the floor, thrown right. her to the yeah. floor. And Cage was basically restraining Vince Neil. Hey, hold until up, the buddy. cops got there. <laughs> yeah, at... do you think uh, Nicholas Cage did that weird breathing thing that he does? They're both. Hold up, buddy. <laughs> Molly Crew. You and your Motley Crew need to leave, pal. <laughs> Apparently they're good buddies. But they're uh, both hammered. And, so uh, drunk. And Vince Neil can't stay out of trouble. He's been in trouble. But can I hear him? Uh, <laughs> it's an out of breath Nicolas Cage who's <laughs> hold on, buddy. <laughs> Wait up. Cage. <laughs> and if you look at this, like, what happened to this guy? It's like, what what happened to him? Like, what happened to his face? What? 
Is he just drinking? I, I swapped my face with John Travolta, pal. <laughs> That's right. Face off. He's in a strange place. <laughs> you is. know, when when celebrities continue to dye their hair jet black yeah. into their 60s or however old he is, like I think it starts seeping into their brain. <laughs> it's a possibility. <laughs> That's what happened to Casey. <laughs> Casey there you go. Kasem? That's right. <laughs> That's we... right. You went off and married that crazy broad. Hey, uh, do we know Who where you kept you in a hospital bed? Do we know where you're buried yet, Casey Kasem? Has anybody has that been resolved? I'm in a shoebox behind Martha Vineyard's house <laughs> in Massachusetts. <laughs> you actually do. You actually do the Martha Vineyard. <laughs> yeah. Her... Coincidentally, she lives on Martha's Vineyard, and she writes, "Dear Casey, could you please play Bury Me in the Backyard?" <laughs> and you granted that request. Here it is. Do you mind if I play that out of a dog story? <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> That's a deep cut, Eric. That's a deep cut. That's an inside deep joke. Cut. All right. Uh, oh. Give me a, I, I don't know what more to say about this, except that Nicolas Cage at one point, if you've seen, is it Leaving Las Vegas? Is that the name of yeah. the Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then he decided that he just wanted to make stupid action movies. <laughs> Every six months. Make, he ran out of money. Yeah, he made Wasn't a, it that he ran out of money? Look, this dude was married to Lisa Marie Presley for a while, who was also married to Michael Jackson. Just because he was obsessed with Elvis. Absolutely. And he made all this money and then found himself in a situation where I was reading headlines that says, Nicolas Cage, forced to sell castle. <laughs> he had bought castles. <laughs> Not my castle. I'll yeah. be in left behind <laughs> Release the Kraken. Yeah. Uh. All right, give me another WTF story, please. Uh, a woman sent an email to all of the men in her life that she had slept with asking them to donate to women's abortions. Huh? It's a really strange. Is this like, thing. Uh, hold on, this sounds to me like one of those pay it forward abortion stories. <laughs> Is yeah. that what we oh, had? one of those. That old chestnut. <laughs> Another old pay-it-forward abortion story. So she didn't. So none of these guys are responsible for a pregnancy that had to be aborted with her. They're not. No. They're not on the hook for anything. They're just. It's just that she's really into the cause of of ladies getting abortions, and, and, which is just you know. Yeah. Why not? Heroic. <laughs> the, really. the first sentence of the story is priceless. Remember long ago, but not so long ago when we banged. I mean, what? <laughs> what? She's a classy, classy chick. <laughs> Is what she yeah. is. And so Straight now, so let me get my head around this. So now what she's saying is, we had a thing for a while, and this didn't happen to us, but men in general are the problem here. Like, it's male politicians that if there are certain areas where it's difficult to find a place to get an abortion or something. So therefore, as a man, you should be chipping into this fund that helps people from private citizens subsidize abortions. It's such a, like... Um uh, just a, a crappy little letter. So, like, one of the things she says is, our bowling team thinks it's time that dudes fit the bill. So we're reaching out to sex mates for contributions. I've spent countless do dollars on birth control since I was a teen. So it's time for dudes to pay up. And she puts a smiley face. Yeah, because... Dude. I hate it. I, I, I love the fact that the idea that that's a burden. I've spent this much money on birth control. Did you not get pregnant? Was that your goal? Okay, well, you spent the, the idea that there's some sort of burden by men. Men should have to pay for all the birth control. I, I would like to have seen some of the responses from these ex-boyfriends, but I'm sure we probably could not air them. One of the responses are, chicks are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> With the letter R? 
<laughs> anyway, go ahead. She's Fast. clearly crazy, crazy here at the end. I mean, the end is she says, P.S., how you been? Let's hang out soon. Who would want to hang out with this woman after hey, sending this note? Hey, look, sounds, she sounds... WSB. Welcome back. Hey, turn this music up. That Brian making play guitar. All right, turn it back down. Yeah. <laughs> G-Day at Georgia this year is 93K Day. Come be part of the historic spring game by being one of 93,000 Dogs fans. But if you can't make it there, listen to the play-by-play Saturday, April 16th, right here at 4 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 at WSB. I'm Eric Von Hester. That's Jared. That's English Nick. That's Autumn. Tim Andrews is here with us. Autumn, I believe. I can't get over before you get to your next WTF story, mm. if you ever do. Uh, <laughs> I, can't, I, I just can't get over this image of Vince Neal from Motley Crue. Yeah. <laughs> And <laughs> Nicolas Cage having this, it's, it's hard to call it a fight. It's like they were very, they were hugging, they were hugging another. Back off, bro. <laughs> Calm down. And uh, because nobody knows what Vince Neil's voice He's kind of like that, man. He's going to sound like that because yeah. he sings real high. You know. You got the nasal part, Nick. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that girl had to go down, man. Leave me alone. Oh, bro, come on now. Oh, man, you just uh, calm let's down. Another, let's have another drink. Let's have another drink, Nick. Come Vince, on, Nikki. I love you, man. Let's have a drink, Nick. But Gage. I want you to calm down. No, let's have a drink. It's not in the TMZ video, but apparently nobody was, Paul Stanley broke the fight up. I Listen, guys, back off. Come on now, oh, buddy. Man. Vince, back up, my friend. You leave me alone, Paul Stanley. Let's have a drink. Listen, you got in a fight with Ying Wei Malmsteen back in 1984. I broke that up. I'll yeah, break just because you've been sober since 1984, man. Hey, there's nothing yeah. wrong with being sober. Yeah. I took a painting. You have a drink, man. Uh, uh, Paul, while you're here, any Kiss products you want to push? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And just in time for 2016, you can get Kiss 2016. It comes in blue for Democrats and red for Republicans. We don't, you know, yeah. whatever you are, it's fine with Kiss. Just give us your money. Just give us your money and, and your loyalty. <laughs> you guys still have the caskets? You have the kiss caskets? Yeah, we have, we, you know, we have the kiss caskets. We have um, the, the we have a mausoleum you can get now. And we also have, you know, little things, urns, they're called, right? Yeah, yeah, they're called urns. Urns. If your loved one dies and you don't want to spend money on a casket or burial and what whatnot, you can just, you know... Imagine having your dead uncle on your mantle plate with Gene Simmons' tongue wrapped around the vase. It just says, you know, eternity. <laughs> it does say eternity. <laughs> I don't know how much time we have, on it, but hit me with another, another WTF story. Sure. So Steve Miller was inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but then slammed it afterwards, which is kind of – every. I wanted to hate him for that. Like, it seems pretty disrespectful. Yeah. But then I kind of agreed with What was his point? What said. was his point? Well, he, he said, basically, it's a bunch of stiffs. Right? Yeah, it's a bunch of fat. He's like, this is a lazy show. I don't yeah. care. It's for a bunch of fat cats in the audience. Nobody actually e- probably e- either knows who he is or cares right. all that much. You know, I, I hate everything about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I'm a huge Rock and Roll fan. I, I hate everything about it. And I won't go into everything because I've already done that many times. But the show itself mm-hmm. is absurd because you got a bunch of fat cats sitting at round tables eating dinner type of thing. And then you've got rock stars on stage trying to do rock music. You cannot do rock and roll shows where it's not easy to stand up and start fist pounding or uh, fist pumping or uh, or uh, dancing or something. It's, it's ridiculous to watch this show. One of Steve Miller's points... Said. Steven, his points was they offered me and my wife free tickets. They said, if you want a third ticket, it's 10 grand. Yeah, of course. That, that basically tells you everything you need to know about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. 10 grand to sit and eat with the most boring music executives <laughs> you could possibly imagine. 
All right, when we return, English Nick has more to say. And this is the time to do it because it's Outrage Corner. Everyone has an opinion, but he's got the Von Hessler Doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. Welcome back. I am Eric Von Hessler. That's Jared. That's English Nick. Autumn Alice, her, la- her old last name. Uh, Tim Andrews what? is here with us. Before we get into uh, the Outrage Corner, mm-hmm. I have to mention something. Tim Andrews just telling me that he used to work with a guy who uh, dipped on the job. I'm not going to say who that was, but it was kind of his boss. Construction. Well, you might want to turn on your microphone. Oh, there we go. Yeah, he's new. He's new to radio. So the guy was working and dipping at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So, and this is inside of a building, and nothing against that guy, but I tell you, man, I am prejudiced against that. I wouldn't be able to work. You had to smell it. Yeah, and you just and, you, and uh, what you're in meetings, the guy. I, I would just have to turn and say, "Excuse me, is that your spit you're carrying around with you?" <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I the, the, I've worked with people that are like producers and stuff who've done that in the past, and I can't help but lecture them. Like, can you tell me the CEO that shows up on CNBC who's dipping? <laughs> you're no. creating. You're but it's cre- wintergreen flavor. You know? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Again, and what if I just use that big league chew? You know, that gum. What <laughs> okay. if I just spit that into a bottle, I, 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 look, a Mountain Dew bottle? It's the bottle is the problem more than what yeah. is in your mouth. It's like, again, I would have mm-hmm. to stop you in the, in the workplace to say, excuse me, is that your spit you're carrying around with you? <laughs> That really ought to have been something after about 18 that you stop. Even right? baseball players don't carry it around. They just spit it out in the dugout, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Base, not, I think baseball, you're not allowed to do it anymore. Oh. So sunflower seeds. And you can like, chew? I think in Major League Baseball, you are not allowed to have tobacco products, I oh. believe. That's why you see so many sunflower seeds and all that now. Wow, I didn't know that. See, there you go. You learned something new from the Von Hessler Doctrine. It's now time to learn about all of the outrages in our world. Outrage Corner. That's outrageous. With English Nick. Excuse me, Nick. Is is that your spit you're carrying around with that? Uh, you know, I, you how, how far are you going to go in this world if you constantly have to carry your spit around <laughs> with you in a bottle? That's hang, all I'm Hang on. Hey, Tastes good. Ding. Hey, all watch right. me spit all day long. Oh, I'd love to. Can I sit right next to you? Can I have a desk? Keeps me alert. <laughs> can, I keep me, can I be in the cubicle right next to you so I can hear... And all day it's, long. It's nasty and dark colored, <laughs> right? It's not clean. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to Colorado for some outrage. Uh, for 29 years, motel owner Gerald Foos watched hundreds, perhaps thousands of guests having sex, going to the bathroom and more at the Manor House Motel in Colorado. This dude owned this hotel, and I guess before he even opened up for day one, he put in the, I think, overhead and the ceilings and stuff, he put in cameras for every room, I guess, and bathrooms wow. and everything. Ooh. And so Gay Talese, who is a, uh, a journalist, a well-known journalist, apparently has, been, has known about this story for a long time. See, this guy can come out with this story now because the statute of limitations is up. Right. So he can, there's no problem for him. And this journalist, Gay Talese, who has the story, um, you know, it, it sounds like he knew about this stuff. While it was going on, but it was his story, so he didn't tell anybody about it. As a matter of fact, I think at one point, he was invited in to watch either live stuff or tapes <sighs> of the stuff. So this guy, Foos, though, is an interesting character because he tries to express himself as, he calls himself a voyeur. Yep. Or he's, he, he likes to think of it as research. He says, a uh, uh, sex researcher and social observer. A social yes. observer, yeah. By the way, every time I check into a hotel or a motel... <laughs> I just assume this is the case. 
I mean, I'm. I, it's one of those things where I can I can have very high paranoia, along with apathy. I'm a, it's like I can be really paranoid that things are happening, but still not care. Mm-hmm. And so I just walk into a hotel room and just figure. Everything is going to be captured on tape. You know when they have that mirror that's right across from your bed. Oh yeah. I just I I just assume somebody's looking at. <laughs> I just you know there's nothing I can what, do like about a it. Two-way mirror. Something. I mean, I, like I say, I'm <laughs> I, I'm the world's first apathetic paranoid. Well, as I an, don't care, but my assumption is everybody's watching everything. And as an entertainer, Eric, you just got to give them a show. And, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I never fail. Ah. I never fail to entertain. You know this. Uh, I, I just, it's just, uh, I, I just. It's and like then, a what, creepier shining. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess he never put him online or anything. He just wanted to observe this. This is why, by the way. notes, did diligent yes, note taking. That's right. This is why, <laughs> by the way, when I'm, when I'm at a funeral, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not comforted by the things that people say at funerals that comfort other people. Like, uh, well, he's up there watching us right now. Oh, really? Does he ever stop watching? Like when I go to the bathroom or <laughs> my wife and I get intimate? I mean, this is kind of no, weird. That's when they Pretty really hot. This watching. Is very, very creepy. That What do we do? We die and we just hover around and watch people and all of their... You can't tell me that these spirits that have long left only Uncle watch Lou. us... Uncle Lou. only watches Uncle when, Lou. I'm, when, I'm, when I'm eating breakfast? I don't think get so. Get here, Uncle Lou. I knew Uncle Lou... to get it on with my wife. I knew Uncle Lou when Uncle <laughs> Lou was Uncle Lou. And uh, he's, <laughs> I, I know Uncle Lou ain't the type of guy to stop looking when I go to the bathroom. Not much has changed, young man. <laughs> Un- Uncle Lou is watching you in the loo. <laughs> yes. Hey, the, the other crazy thing about this Foos guy from Colorado, there was a 1977 murder he says he witnessed but never reported. Because his what? job is just to research. Wait a so, minute, how could he see it and not report it? Did he bury the body? Because he's researcher foos, Eric. I know, but you can't just let a body rot inside of one of your rooms. Well, so they're has, saying, you know, assuming this actually happened, that he's not yeah, making it up, yeah. you know, so. I, don't, I just want, I read the story, but wow. uh, I want something I can't even say on the air. White but, man's burden, Lloyd, <laughs> my man, white man's burden. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I just think it's, uh, I think this happens a lot more. Then you would think that it happens. Could you imagine being a motel owner? I mean, that's it's got to be a little depressing because you see everyone else going out on their adventures and wherever they're going, going yeah. on vacations, but you remain stationary the entire time. <laughs> yeah. So what better? I mean, you've got really nothing else to do. I mean, this is yeah. this is his form of entertainment. I wish I could murder somebody. I wish I knew someone to murder. Yeah. <laughs> Different hotel. Hey, hang on. You've, you've that got, guy's got the life. <laughs> yeah. you got nothing else to do. You're managing a motel. Like, there's a lot to do. Uh, by the, I don't, it looks like one of those kind of roadside motel kind of things right? yeah wasn't, uh, well wasn't, he sold it in wasn't 19- the only place that Eric von Hessler he sold in. it in 1995 <laughs> so I guess everybody's safe now well that's what I'm saying is he sold it in 85 and the story is now oh, out there yeah. because the statute of limitations yep. is up which by the way why would there be a statute of limitations on that if they yeah, have the evidence if they have the evidence I mean I understand statute of limitations and lesser crimes but to me this seems like a hell of a Invasion of privacy. He's not denying it, is he? He's, yeah, he's, more he's than that. even he's, got numbers and figures of how many people he's seen do what in this. He's yeah, yeah. He's, that's a little, he's, he's scientific researcher. He says, yeah, he's sex. He wants to be known as a sex researcher and social observer, not a mere peeping tom <laughs> oh, and no, pervert. No, 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 don't, no, put no. Me, don't put me in that. <laughs> category. My pants were on the whole time. I was taking notes. I was taking yes. notes. You know, it's, it, on, on one hand, I'm sure that there are weirdos out there that think, wow, that'd be great. And then I'd watch people. But listen, the truth is that the uh, people being natural in their own habitat 
is not as sexy as it looks in the magazines. All right, it's really probably kind of gross. Yeah, especially to sleep in. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, people don't look their best when they pull it at one thirty in the morning after being on the road since noon. <laughs> this weekend they're sitting there watching the Masters and NASCAR in their underwear. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's what he got out of me. Hey, yeah. I got this. This one guy shows up twice a year. <laughs> Eats large bowls of ice cream in his underwear. Okay. He's been on his, what did you call it, your bottom? Did you call it your bottom earlier? My he, Yeah, he's been watching television. My <laughs> On rear, his bottom for my... 12 hours. <laughs> All right, that's too close to weirdness for me. Let's have another story. All right, we're going to uh, West Plains, Missouri. A brain-damaged Walmart worker got fired, and now people are outraged because he used to give them hugs. Walmart are saying they're firing him for a, uh, a point-of-sale uh, kerfuffle where he wasn't you know, labeling stuff the right price and stuff like so, that. So uh, yeah, what he was doing is he was matching prices. Like Walmart say... <laughs> If you have another price, we'll match it. But then he's got kind of like a brain thing going on, and he yeah. wouldn't ask for verification. You could just walk up and say, "Hey, you know, uh, Target has this for ten cents." You go, "Okay, oh, bless him. You know. That's so his sweet. Name I is, want him to be there." His yeah. name is Frank Swanson. And you know, here's the thing: uh, uh, Frank Swanson, I'm sure, is a very good guy. And uh, I'm about to be a very unpopular guy. I don't like the people. I don't like when anybody tries to force a hug on me. Or <laughs> look, if I go to the store, I'm in mission mode. I've got things to get. I'm not here for fun. I, I don't find... When I was a kid, I have memories that I would be walking along with my mother, holding her hand, and as soon as we went over the threshold of a store, boom, I would hit the floor and start crying. I hate... I just don't like stores. For some reason, I like electronics places. Like If you see me in an electronics place... I'm happy. I'm, well, you're, I'm going you're around. Passionate about I'm, it, yeah. I'm looking at stuff. I'm, but you know, just grocery shopping, <laughs> shopping for clothes. You know, I'm 51 years old. I don't shop for clothes. That's obvious the way that you see me around town. I'm not exactly, but I don't care. My wife buys all the clothes. You always look like an extra. Yes, I am. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Put me in the field. <laughs> Apple picker seven. There, I, there I am. Uh, my wife buys clothes. Literally, like you know, like we're like, like I'm some kind of millionaire which I'm not <laughs> but this is the only way to get it done and she'll I'll go I like that one I like that one I like that one and she'll take the others back because I just can't stand going going into like, stores she's your personal shopper yeah she really is it's one of the, one of the keys to uh, 30 years uh, together and bring I... me button down collared shirts and a six pack of IPA <laughs> and I will be happy so I yeah. don't like and it. And the remote. I don't like it when... Remember those airlines? I don't want to say any airlines, but uh, the ones that... Well, hey, we're having fun in the air. Hey, everybody clap. Come on. I'm going to sing the uh, security stuff to you. Hey, no, I hate that. The safety message. Um, I yeah. love safety. It. But oh, Eric, you don't like to fly. I don't, so. It doesn't matter. When I'm flying, it's serious business, okay? <laughs> I have some place to be. And so for that reason, because I have to be there by a certain time, I'm willing to get into this toothpaste tube and go up to 30,000 feet and fly across the country terrified to get to the, to the place that I want to get to. I don't want to clap. You don't want to play along for just five minutes. Oh, That's so, all the stewardess is asking for oh, is five no. minutes. Hey, everybody, let's sing. What? No, I don't want to sing. I want to put my head down. I want to pretend this isn't happening. Uh, the beauty of this is uh, you get me there fast and then I will be there and I won't be here. I don't want to sing while I'm here. I can't stand theme restaurants. You know, the guy comes up. I am a pirate. Oh, the I wanna, birthday. I the birthday. They're the, all clapping and happy, yelling. Happy Just birthday. let me eat. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it's your birthday and nobody cares. We all hate our jobs. Hey. And then if you're Aww. and then if you're in if you're in the restaurant and there's three birthdays over two hours, it then as soon as you the first time it happens, you're like, Oh look, it's that guy, that guy's birthday. Then you try to eat again and Twenty minutes later, it's somebody else's birthday. Here they come with the horns and the tambourines. <laughs> happy, happy birthday! How is this a good experience for me? And it's the theme thing with I'm a pirate. Do you want? It? I want a burger. Is what I want. I don't want a show. If I wanted a show, do you want an arstine? No. <laughs> I just want. I don't. If I want a show, I would go to a theater. Now, if I go to a theater because I want to see a show. And if people come on stage and try to serve me a burger, I'm going to say no. That's not what I'm here for. <laughs> Everything in its right place. That's what I'm outraged about. We'll try to squeeze in another outrage or two when we return. We're back. Who's we? Eric Von Hessler is me. You got your doctrinaires, Jared and English Nick and Autumn and now Tim Andrews. We're freshened up with a whole new flavor called Tim Andrews. <laughs> um, <laughs> hit me with your next story of outrage. All right, me. outrage in the United Kingdom. Gucci ad featuring unhealthily thin and gaunt-looking models banned in England. They're too skinny, Eric. Well, I saw this picture of this uh, chick, and uh, she does... Excuse me, millennials. Uh, young lady. Is that even proper young lady? No, not at all. Not ch- chick, young lady. Oh, there he is. Have you seen this picture? I mean, she does. It, it not only does she look gaunt, but it almost seems as if the photograph was was put in such a way to make her seem even skinnier. And but I mean, banning it. This is because of the anorexia lobby. People like they, they don't like uh, this being an ideal for young girls because then they don't eat and they're unhealthy. And I understand that, but I don't think you can ban it in America. In England, they don't have the First Amendment and all that. I don't know. So I think the actually they banned it, but I think they'd already done their full run. The official word was her torso and arms were quite slender and appeared to be out of proportion with her head and lower body. It's true. I've yes. seen the picture. She she's does, a weird shape. Yeah. She's, but, you yeah. know, no one's talking about the poor chap sitting on the ground behind her. <laughs> He's got <laughs> he the skinniest legs. He looks a bit himself, doesn't he? He yeah. Socks are dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he dreadful socks. Those should have been banned right there. Uh, I, look, I understand, you know, I've dealt in... Uh, in my extended family with anorexia, it's a horrible thing. Yeah. And it's a weird thing where people just look at themselves in the mirror and constantly see themselves fat. It's a psychological, clinical thing. I understand that. But I think people get a little nuts about it. In this world, in the West, in America, and I would imagine in England as well, maybe not as bad as America, the problem ain't that we're too skinny. That's <laughs> <You know? laughs> true. I mean, if you look at all the bad health results that mm. come from weight, by and large, with no competition, it's being obese that is the problem as far as health goes. Um, but I understand this. I mean, this girl, she looks sick. I, I, I don't know. I have to disagree. I mean, if you look at the pictures, Ooh. if you look at the pictures here, I mean, she, 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 she's uh, she's clearly blending into the backgrounds here. Like on the second picture, it shows her wearing a, like a yellow dress on a yellow couch, so it it slims her down. That's a different with, person. With it being so, I know, but there's two photos on here. The the person on the uh, on the first one kind of blends in with the background as well too. So I think that there's a little. You don't. I'm not gonna well, say if it's Photoshop well, or not, but okay. It, well, it, we we just figured out Jared's type. Okay, she looks yeah. like one of the, Yeah, she looks like, well, <laughs> I was gonna say she looks like one of the trees in the painting. That's how they <laughs> right. So she blends in with it. I think that I don't think she's really that skinny. You don't think Jared she's... loves a Karen Carpenter? Type. Oh yes, he does. There's <laughs> <laughs> for all we know, perhaps. 
Well, she's. Uh, uh, there's a bad joke there. I'm not going to do it. Yes, Nick. Uh, we need to get to a point that our friend in New York has just brought up via text. Because he's going to be mad. Yes. Greg's going to be very mad. He's going to be very outraged. Uh, so yeah, Greg Russ, who yes. is my friend coming up on the show soon. He, he's using uppercase letters. He's okay. so mad. They have not banned uh, tobacco in the MLB just in New York City. Just for the Yankees and the Mets? Yeah. I'm, I don't know if I believe that. The but visiting hey. players are not happy. Well, speaking of him. I mean, he's screaming at me through my phone. My misanthrope. He shall, shall not be named. My misanthrope buddy from New York City will join us next with stories from Studio B1. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.